Let's go talk about Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. in the Lansing area. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, Tim, before we get to Mel Tucker, what are your thoughts and what were the people saying this morning on Stout on Sports about the Lions? Well, you know, Bill, they've been through this for so many years. I mean, there are never, ever, ever any expectations, at least from our audience, on the Lions. I mean, for whatever it's worth, this coach has won four out of 21 games. And and the thought was, in some degree, you know, if this would have been Patricia or any of these coaches prior to Campbell, you know, same old, same old, get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. What is unique, though, is these guys have set an NFL record through four games with 281 total points, and they lead the NFL in scoring with 140 points and still merely have a 1-3 and record. And, uh, you know, how many times do I hear the phrase, but these are the Lions, but these are the Lions. I've heard that phrase for a thousand years. But you know what? These are the Lions. These are the Lions. And the amazing thing is, you know, they've only lost by, what, three, three, and four, something like that, three, four, and four. They've only lost by a couple of points all three games, but but they've lost. So, and it looks to me, they're going to get all they want in New England. I doubt they're going to score 40 points at New England on Sunday. And then one way or the other, they get a bye week, and then they get the Cowboys. So what went from the usual preseason pap about they're better and this and everything else and blah, 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 the defensive coordinator, oh, man, he's ready for an NFL head coaching job. I mean, theoretically, could they be one and five? I think they're better, but it doesn't show in the one-loss column. That's our thought. And it's similar with Mel Tucker, uh, high expectations, maybe much higher than the Lions. And here you are now looking at a schedule and you're trying to count the remaining victories and I know Mel Tucker, the coach speak, circling the wagons. We're in this together. Uh, how does he get out of this and salvage the season in East Lansing? Well, you know, the irony, Bill, is it was less than a month ago. These guys were ranked 11th in the nation in the Associated Press poll, which is, I mean, it's just mind, it's numbing in a way that you can fall that far that fast. But I think they got to 11, not on beating Western and Akron. It was because of all the hype that came from last year. And like Lynn Henning of the Detroit News told us this morning when he was on, you know, Mel Tucker countless times last year pulled rabbits out of the hat. I tend to agree with that. I just think last year almost everything went their way. I mean, they since they went 9-0 and and beat Michigan, since they won that game, they're 4-6. and And two of those wins are against Western Michigan and Akron. So either they were leading a charmed life last year, but for two games, and for that matter, somewhat of a charmed life, in my opinion, in the fourth quarter against Michigan. It was a great comeback, yes, blah, 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 all that. But I think the one thing over three games is the fact, and they've played three decent teams, I think, but I just think with them, they need more They're like the Lions. They need more players. I, I hear all this about execution. Well, the execution's great, and you can do it if you've got players. If you don't have players, chances are that's not going to happen. I mean, look, they fooled me. I picked them to beat Washington. Then I said they can't be that bad. They'll win at home over Minnesota. They haven't played anybody, got killed there. And then I thought everybody likes Maryland and blah, blah, blah. Somehow State will rebound, and, and that didn't work out either. Now, the only question I have about this Saturday is whether they can cover 25 points. 
which I think is doable because usually when they look like they're hopelessly out of a game against Ohio State at home, they play them tough, play them tough, play them tough. Last time they played them here it was 26-6, to but the game was closer than that, I thought, through much of the game, and it was only because they turned the ball over that Ohio State, who was sloppy as can be that day, got out of here. The bigger question to me, Bill, is what percentage of the fans at Spartan Stadium are going to be wearing scarlet and gray this Saturday. It's Ohio State's first road game. They're undefeated. They're ranked third. It's easy to get here, blah, blah, blah. And I understand there are thousands of tickets that that Michigan State has released to put on sale, and they're kind of willing to sell them, whoever's willing to show up and buy them. So stay tuned and brace yourself for this Saturday, right? That's that's the conventional wisdom. If he doesn't write this in a hurry i'm not talking about his job as online or anything but how how do you get the fans back after all that momentum he's built up from day one in east lansing i think it'll be extremely difficult and i don't think it's a quick fix no matter what they tell you about the four stars there are in the recruiting class i don't buy that and the reason i don't buy it is because every year they got to play Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan and say what you want about them. And Michigan hasn't beat them yet. But if Michigan gets ahead of them and say what you want, Michigan always seems from here on out is going to be a team anybody's got to deal with, let alone Michigan State. Now, next year, they open with Central Michigan, Richmond, and Washington at home. So theoretically, they could get off to another 3-0 and start, get ranked in the top 25, but then they get into the Big Ten with some brutally tough crossover games and somewhat of the same thing could happen. I mean, I don't know how this is going to play out and finish for them. I think that's tough to call, Bill, because I think the Big Ten is weak. I mean, really, really weak across the board, especially in the West. But State's still got to play the three best teams. they still got to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. I think Wisconsin will play them much tougher than you think because this guy that Wisconsin hired, Jim Leonard, he wants the job. And Michigan State, frankly, considered him after D'Antonio. He's a young guy. I think Wisconsin, frankly, wanted to get Leonard off the market before somebody else got him, and it was a show of faith that they were going to give him a chance to show what he can do the rest of the season. Wisconsin plays at Northwestern Saturday, so if they could win there, you know, at least they'd come into East Lansing the next week, and that seems to be like a toe-to-toe brawl, especially if Michigan State gets clobbered by Ohio State. Then State gets a week off, but you're going to hear for two weeks how they're going to get crushed at Michigan, and they're going to have to deal with that. Not only that, after the Michigan game, win or lose, there's always a letdown, and they got to go to Illinois. And suddenly, if nothing else, to me anyway, Illinois matches up great with them because I think Illinois is much improved defensively. It's a road game. It's a letdown game for State. Now, that I mean they can't win any of them, but when you look at the way the, the moons are lining up for them this year, you know th- this could be something that goes from bad to worse. And getting all that back to anywhere clo- close to 11-2 and two a year ago, in my opinion, Bill, that's going to be extremely tough to do. Because I can't tell myself, do, are, do they have more issues on defense or offense? Most people say defense, but I'm not so sure. Because they have a very hard time sustaining a running game, a passing game that matches. They never have a 75-yard eight-play drive. If they hit on something, it's kind of weird. And, you know, they started out of Maryland in the first half moving the ball, and they did nothing after halftime. And who knows what Ohio State's going to inflict on them this Saturday, other than the fact that I think Michigan State will really, really play hard in this game and just see what it gets them. 
Yeah, I don't know if playing hard, uh, if this is going to end up from 11 in the country to maybe a 4-8 and eight season, 5-7 and seven possibly at best. And that Illinois game with Bielema, after he beat up on Chris, that was it. And Madison, 34-10 over the weekend. And, and I agree with you. I said it earlier, the Big Ten is as weak as I've ever seen it. Realistically, after Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, Tell me a team worth a darn. Maybe Illinois, well, right? So I so every week I do kind of my own personal Big Ten power poll. So last night I said, you know, this is always easy for the first three because that's the way they are in a poll, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. And then I asked the guys around me, who's fourth? I mean, who's the fourth best team Illinois. in the league? Frankly, Illinois. I had them sixth and I put Maryland fourth, but I can be argued out of that. I put Minnesota fifth by default, giving them credit for the fact that they started 4-0 and then completely laid a giant egg against Purdue. But who else are you going to put in there? And, and Illinois, I, I had them sixth, but you can argue that you can bump them to fourth, and yet they lost to Indiana. So, you know, in that Big Ten West, you got five teams with one conference loss, and the other two, Northwestern and Wisconsin, have two. So everybody in the West who – Nebraska's not out of it. And if Nebraska wins at Rutgers, they'll start yakking the yak about, hey, if we rally and win one for the interim coach, we can get into Big Ten title game. That's how brutal the West is. So, I mean, it's intriguing. I mean, there's drama every week on that side. And on this side, of course, I I still got to see Michigan build. I, I, they, I thought they did what they had to do at Iowa, and they'll do what they have to do at Indiana. Then are they better enough, and can they make some plays enough at home to beat Penn State? Because if they can do that, it sets them up, in my opinion, to be 11-0 when they go to Columbus, which, you know what, that'll be, if that's the way it is, it's just like the old times for years and years and years, the Big Two and the Little Eight, and the Big Ten title was always Michigan versus Ohio State, even though now there's a title game. The winner of Michigan-Ohio State then would get to pound whoever comes in from the West. But that's down the road, yeah, and then there's still a lot of fun games. You know, even though they're lousy, even though a lot of these teams are awful, at least there's a lot of drama in these games because these games, a lot of times, you don't really know how it's going to go, and there are a lot of crazy plays that determines who wins and who loses. So I can't believe that there's two Big Ten coaches that have been fired before October 3rd. It's mind-boggling to me, but that's the new world that we live in today, right? Yeah, you're making millions, NIL, uh you're getting that big cash. Uh, it's not what you've done. It's what you're doing. Uh, it's Tim Stout makes big cash. Lansing, uh, the game, 7.30 a.m. Stout on Sports Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Also TV, Lansing State Journal. Timmy, good to hear your voice. I look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely, Bill. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout joining us on the Meyer Guest on Meyer, speaking of Lansing, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University.